Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them, episode 47. We're getting so high in numbers that I don't even remember which one we're on. Well, oh my God, now that we're doing two a week, it's going to be like 100 in no time. I know. Oh my God, it's crazy. By the way, guys, if you see me, my eyes are being very sensitive today. I have a problem that I'm not going to go into detail on because we're already running behind filming this episode. But <laughs> if you see me like squinting and stuff a lot, the lights are hard to bear. Mm. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. That sounds like it sucks. But today's episode, and it's actually going to be kind of quick because we only have two topics. And one topic, I feel like we're going to have a lot to say because we're both like, what the fuck about? But the other one's kind of a silly, fun little TikTok drama that people uh, actually emailed me about and wanted us to cover. So you know me, I'll cover anything on TikTok. But it is Mother's Day weekend, or when you're watching this Mother's Day weekend past, happy Mother's Day to all of the wonderful mothers out there including myself. Uh, we wanna keep this short so that we can enjoy time with our families and our moms. Anyway, that being said. What should we do first? Uh, I know what we should do first. TikTok, we're gonna just end it with that because I feel like that's just like a, you know, we're not as opinionated about that, even though I feel like we were opinionated about everything. I don't even know if I have opinions about this next one as much as I'm just like, huh? Bitch, this is so, okay. So this is a story that, in our world has been developing for quite a quite a while, like behind the scenes in the industry. <laughs> like, I feel like people have been talking about this because it's a fellow creator by the name of Alex Weiss who goes by A-dubs, I-dubs? A-dubs, yeah. Well, it's funny though, because I don't feel like it's actually been that much of a behind the, like, I feel Is like- Is it just me and you talking about it? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> because I think I was the first one to come across it. One of my uh, main times for watching TikToks is when I'm sitting in the In-N-Out drive-thru. So I'm like scrolling through, all of a sudden, one pops up and it was a girl talking about how A-dubs was missing. And do we know them? No, I, I've never met her before. Never Me even neither. <laughs> seen her in person. I know who she is. Didn't she date Gen X Pen? She sure did. So if you don't know who Alex Weiss or A-dubs is, she is a YouTuber. I can't say like an OG YouTuber because she's a lot from like my time when I was doing story times on YouTube. Yeah. That's the time where she was also getting popular on YouTube. And she did a lot of like um, doing things with her Tinder dates. Like she would bring them over and like oh. do funny things with them. I don't remember that, but I remember her doing, um, she was an Uber driver and she would record That those. was after. Yes, okay. her Uber driver, like pranks where she would legitimately be someone's Uber driver and then she yeah. would film it and do like, you know, silly things. Yeah. Um, that was after her Tinder date thing, if I'm not mistaken. And she's a comedian YouTuber who a lot of people, kind of in my same genre, like a lot of our viewers probably know who she is because she was very much in that kind of category. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like not like the lifestyle influencer, like not like an Alicia Marie or a Miley life as Ava, but more no. just like a little rougher around the edges, like us, you might yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, kind of like us. But, she, you know, she was very beloved. Like everybody loved her realness and she's funny. She actually is really yeah. funny. Like when you watch her old videos, she's, she's a funny gal. But... She had a series on her YouTube channel that was called Revealing Your Secrets. Yeah. And it did really well on her channel where she would basically uh, react to fans submitting their secrets. Yeah, it did really well. And she started doing it, I think, yeah. not daily, but weekly. After it started doing really well, um, I guess she was offered a podcast. So not this podcast, but some podcasts are funded. <laughs> It's like back when um when Studio 71 and Full Screen were still like big things, not only would they pay to have like a team help produce the show, they also have like full on sets. Wait, wait, wait. Do you mean that not everybody just like superimposes their neon sign after the fact? You know? Apparently that's that's <laughs> not the go-to thing. No. Literally every person I see just has like an insane set and I'm like Bitch, if you guys well, could see no, this No, but room if you right look now. at like the Josh Peck one, I, wasn't he at like Dear Media? So it's like, why does nobody want to sign us, Lily? Honestly, Where that's the thing wrong? though, is I bet you we could get signed. I think we just don't have the right contacts. But do you know who Alex was signed to? I don't, but she did make a comment that um, she knew she probably shouldn't do it with them, but she did anyway. This is irrelevant and not important at all. Per usual. I guess a little important because why this leads into what we're going to talk about is apparently her podcast was set to end. Yes. So she says, and we're, you know, she recounts this later. So we didn't know this until what? 11 like, days ago, yeah, it was like but a week ago, not even. But now we know that what had happened was that she heard through the grapevine that her podcast was going to be canceled. So she heard the whisperings. And when you hear those, they're legit. Okay. Like people gossip and shit, but you know, when something's legit and she knew that her podcast was going to end. She had on Carly and Aaron. Do we know them? Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. 
And she had them on for an episode that she knew was her last episode. Which, I mean, right, right off the bat, if you knew it was going to be your last episode, wouldn't you think you would use that to tell your audience that this was your last episode? <laughs> well, one thing you're going to notice really quick is that Alex is a little interesting in the way she does things and the way that she her mind kind operates. of makes decisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very interesting the way, the routes she goes. Because yes, if it was us and we knew for some reason that it was our last episode, 100%, I mean, we talk, we announce, I announced that I got my period. I wouldn't be able to not, like that just would feel like such a... Weird. Yeah. Well, and not to mention, she's also been doing it so consistently for so long. It also, now looking back, and this is kind of jumping ahead a little bit, does feel like, oh, so you're capable of like almost lying to your audience. You can't, you could That's put on a face. That's absolutely what she's yeah. doing. She could literally sit there, tell her audience, or just act completely normal. Everything's fine, everything's fine, and everything's not fine. Sorry, guys, this is gonna be really confusing if you don't know what we're talking no, about. No, 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 no. I have a, a timeline so that it doesn't get so confusing, I swear. Okay. So basically, this was four months ago, December 16th, 2022 she posts the podcast episode with Carly and Aaron what she knows is gonna be the last episode she knows it's her last episode yet she sits there the entire time says nothing about it being the last episode operates as if everything's completely normal which she kind of explains later was kind of like a self-preservation thing that she was not wanting the podcast people or like her production company or whatever to also know that she knew that it was her last episode but she knew so Jesse instead of telling her audience that it was the last episode what did she decide to make the episode about instead <laughs> yep well here it is this has nothing to do with you, but it's something that <laughs> happened that. to me yesterday and I just want to talk about it. Okay. okay. I escaped a cult yesterday. <gasps> a cult? A cult. Which one? In LA? I don't, well, first off, I'm not sure the name of it. Um, the information I do have, I, I'm like nervous to even say it. Oh my God. <gasps> okay. Wait, T. So I, I went on Meetup um to find a group to meditate with because i've been oh, med okay. meditating a lot lately doing yoga i would love like a spiritual community uh -oh. this is definitely <laughs> going in the direction of a cult, of a cult yeah <laughs> so i um signed up for this meditation i go to somewhere in pasadena that's like in the middle of nowhere oh it's um this like non-secular religious um compound like it's literally a compound oh you know there are buildings it's like in nature whatever i noticed the second i drive onto the property my music stops playing on my phone and I look at my phone and I have no service. No. Yeah. Girl, turn around. But I didn't. She goes on to explain her interaction with this cult and then she weirdly ends it saying that she was going to have lunch with one of them the next day or well, something no, so, like that. So she basically, I, I feel like she kind of then like gets off the subject of the cult and they talk about mm -hmm. something totally unrelated. Yep. And then towards the end, she casually brings this alleged cult back up and says that she's planning on attending a potluck. <laughs> A potluck. And a guy who runs the group, and you can see that on Meetup, which I've never really used before. So I didn't realize you can like message people on Meetup, but he messaged me and he was really complimentary. He was like, wow, really impressive how like you're a go-getter signing up for all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, and I was like, but I couldn't come because I, I was sick and I didn't want to get anyone sick. And he was like, and you have a big heart? He was like, you should come to our potluck next week. Listen, I've done a Scientology test outside of Target once before. Everybody's curious. I was so nervous. I was really like, Ronald B, whatever the fuck his name is, is going to come and haunt my ass. Hubbard? Hubbard. Oh, that name. <laughs> so yeah. And she even kind of not only leaves it kind of on a cliffhanger of like, oh, I'm going to this culty potluck. <laughs> but she even insinuates that like she's read, I want to say she said she read something about like potlucks are like a cult tactic. Like that, that's a normal cult <laughs> tactic or something. So yesterday I was listening to We Can Do Hard Things with Glennon Doyle and Sarah Edmondson, who escaped the next cult oh my god was on the podcast and she made a joke i was listening to this yesterday morning before i had this experience she made a joke she said if anyone ever like love bombs you they're being really nice and then they invite you to their potluck uh-huh she said potluck it's verbatim. a verbatim yeah it's oh. a cult. so she even oh was god. trying to like build it up as being like this is potentially a sketchy thing to be going to honestly i get the whole aspect of like playing it up and wanting it to be like a thing on camera and like ooh, i came into contact with a cult and make it like almost like a story when there might not have even I was been a story say, then. You did story times. You can embellish a little bit, but like yeah. she didn't embellish a little bit. Um, as we said, this was her last episode. So she knowingly ended her podcast. No clue when she was gonna post again in the future. She intentionally left it so her audience would be like, did Alex go to this culty potluck and then get abducted? That's totally fine too though. Like if she just ended the podcast, that's not all she ended. She went radio silent on all social media, did not post on 
anything. This is a person who posted consistently for, she said, a decade, okay, every week. Yeah. So her followers have an expectation of, I mean, I don't post a lot of Instagram stories, but people know at least once a month I'm going to post something. If I go a year without posting anything on anywhere, like, people are going to probably think I'm dead. Well, and I feel like, because some people might be like, oh, well, I mean, she doesn't have to tell anyone what she's doing. No, she absolutely doesn't. But when you do set that expectation for your audience, for years, a decade, that is maybe a little questionable if you just disappear. And like, it's gonna be understandable that people are concerned and confused. That conversation I want to have after she addresses why she left. But first, let's let's go back. Someone posted on TikTok basically that they noticed Alex had posted this cryptic weird thing about being or meeting up with a cult and then disappeared for four months and nobody's heard from her. So let's take a look at that. There's this YouTuber and podcaster I've been listening to that said they were going to go meet up with the cult and then dropped off the face of the earth and nobody's talking about it and they're super popular so it's alex weiss this is the podcast i've been listening to and i only noticed because i went to go listen to the newest episode because it had been a while and there was no new uploads this is the last episode she posted it was december 16th and this is where she mentions like going and meeting up with like a cult for lunch or something like that so then i took to her instagram and no new post there either but if you look in the comments everybody seems you know people are worried i'm worried like i'm just like this is just kind of odd. Like, don't you think this is kind of odd? Anyway, so then she calls for people on TikTok to kind of figure it out. And if you look in her comments, you know, there's a lot of people that are worried. But one thing that I noticed is not only here, but later on on her actual video, there are multiple accounts of commenters saying that they were asking people who knew her and those people who were influencers would confirm that she was fine. This one's particularly weird. It says, someone commented on Amanda Elliott's page asking if Alex is okay, and Amanda responded saying she's okay and good things coming soon. So weird though. Like that is very fucking weird. And there's multiple comments like this where people are like, we reached out to someone who knew her and they're like, oh no, she's fine. But why isn't she saying anything? Yes, you don't owe people anything, but when you have a digital footprint and you just disappear out of the blue and you've just finished saying the cult thing, it's all a little weird and you would think maybe it's just a coincidence maybe she just took a break when was that tiktok posted do you know like it was a while ago like it's been yeah, a, it was like, months she was, was months ago quote unquote missing for like a hot second i think that after i want to say it had to have been like at the halfway point is when people were like extremely con- concerned like people have been concerned for months commenting on her instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you would think like there's no way that someone who's had so much presence on the Internet is reading all these comments and is just ignoring them. Like, there's no way. That's the thing. It's that you see a bunch of people displaying actual concern and worry for you. You would think you'd be like, you don't even have to explain what's going on. Just be like, I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah. Literally a black screen on uh, Instagram story. I'm okay, guys, please stop. That's it. Like, I'm taking time off social media. That's all you had to post. Nothing more, nothing less. Four months later, after radio silence, after so many people worried for her well-being, and she explained why she'd been gone. Let's hear it from the horse's mouth. Months ago, and kind of fell off the face of the earth, there was a rumor that began to circulate that I joined a cult. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I did. (laughs) 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 Me too. So really quick, she jumps on this camera with a random girl named Tessa. It starts cutting back and forth. It's edited well, but it's also like, why are we watching this? Like, what is this? I'm so confused. I've never been a viewer of her really. Like I've seen the occasional video, but so I didn't know who that girl was. I assumed it was like a friend that was like, no, I don't think anyone on her channel has ever seen this person before. No, it's just her cult friend. She met her in the cult, yes. I've asked Tessa to help me tell my story because I think describing it to a friend is a lot easier. Get to how we know each other and what we experience together, but first starting backwards. Just so happened the night before I had a run in with a cult. I went on meetup, I went to a meditation thing, it was culty. They invited me to a potluck and I wanted to go just for shits and giggles. So I told the for the story. Yeah, for the story, for the bit. So I told that story on the podcast. I escaped a cult yesterday. <gasps> a cult? A cult. But I also told it fully intentionally knowing it would be my last episode and that I didn't know when I would post next and that would sort of like plant a seed for people to wonder where I was. Yeah. It was Which a bit. I, 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 Eight-year-old I, me has entered the chat. Like I used to want love when people worried about me. Like what are you talking about? I literally heard that. I'm like, oh, you're not even gonna pretend that it was not like, <laughs> uh, like I don't understand how you could say that and not realize how fucked that is. Like she literally, she wanted yeah. to plant a seed. So people were concerned about her and she goes on later to say like, basically she wanted there to be hype around her return because otherwise she didn't think there would be. So to do that, you pretended to be missing, like you pretended to get abducted by a cult? And not Tessa just like, 
Yeah, I get that. I, literally <laughs> as if it's totally the most relatable thing ever. And I'm like, no, no, you, what? Uh, that's not okay. How? No one told you that was a bad idea? Ugh, this is too crazy. It's funny. Fair enough. But it's funny. What I did not expect was that it would mean people were going to be worried about me. You wanted people to wonder where you were. You didn't think that would be rooted in any concern? Like maybe in the beginning, if it was one week, they would wonder where you were. Then after one week, it's like, well, wait, wait, really, where is she? And then after three, four weeks, and then it's two, three, four months. Yeah, people are concerned, bitch. What I mean, I just have to question the thought process stability <laughs> of someone that is willing to be like i wanted people to wonder where i was and then not understand that that would mean that they are yeah. concerned about where you are because you said that you were in like a potentially dangerous scenario i didn't like maliciously want people to be concerned of my well-being no i just wanted like a little cult play you know what i mean is that so wrong <laughs> <laughs> I dropped that story in the episode. I was actually thinking scary. of going to the potluck. No. <laughs> Purposely. I wanted people to think maybe I joined a cult. Didn't think people were going to worry. They ended up worrying. It, it got out of hand. You think? I <laughs> yeah, so maybe you nip it in the bud, girl. Like, I don't understand. So she then starts to explain <sighs> that she didn't actually go to that cult. What she ended up doing was going on a trip to Peru. And then I shit you not proceeds to just word vomit, just a bunch of shit about ayahuasca. So basically what happens is she seeks out this ayahuasca retreat in Peru, which I'll say right now, I, I mean, I have never done ayahuasca or been to Peru, but I definitely am not opposed to people doing that. And I think that there's definitely like, I think it's such an interesting practice and there's evidence that there are so many benefits to it. But one, I don't know how she found this place. And two, <laughs> The way they talk about it is very Insane. concerning. Well, and they say they're doing that because it just works so well for them that of course they're gonna be so enthusiastic about it, but it comes across as very much- Detached from reality. Irresponsible pushing. <laughs> of something that should not be taken lightly. Let's just say what it is, like 80, 90% of people should probably never try it in their life. Like, I think it's a small percentage of people that should. From what I've heard and what I've read, it can be very helpful in the right scenario. But I have also seen situations where it can be super dangerous and kind of send you spiraling. So that's what's a little concerning here. Well, you actually brought up and I, you know, I remember, I don't know if we talked about it, but you told me about it last night or whenever we were talking about this, about that guy who got addicted to ayahuasca oh and was like gosh. ordering it off the internet in bulk. I found, I don't remember who recommended a video to me one time because we were talking about ayahuasca and they're like, yeah, did you hear about that YouTuber? And it was some guy named Connor Murphy and he was like a fitness YouTuber. Like he would literally, his thing was like to do man on the street content and like go lift up his shirt and make girls swoon because he had such good abs oh, and stuff. Ew. But he went from doing Gross. that to he did ayahuasca once. It's not legal to do here. I don't really know all the legalities around it. No. It is legal in places like Peru. But he somehow got a contact where he was ordering it in the mail and he would get pounds of it and he would trip on ayahuasca every day. And didn't he eventually like spiral so hard that he like leaked all his like bank information or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I was that? gonna say, well, he had a like total psychotic break and he would post videos about like drinking his own pee and like how he had all the answers to the universe. And then it ended with him like posting, it was like random strangers were like going to his house to help him. He looked like he was living like a hoarder. And then he started posting his bank account info online and people stole all of his money. Wow, how is he doing now? I looked him up yesterday and there is a video from like seven months ago and it says he relapsed so I don't quite know but doesn't seem great oh god not a good fucking update but it shows the opposite end of the spectrum Jesus well the thing is this is something that alters your reality and anything that alters your reality can number one be addictive like even if it's not an addictive thing that you're like I need it like my body's addicted to it it could be an addictive experience and anything that alters your your state can do that and the thing about ayahuasca is it is such like a spiritual thing and it helps people really like connect with their inner self and their past past traumas and stuff that I think mm -hmm. it can be so disruptive to your normal like brain waves yeah. that while it might not be bad things that like physically happen to you, it's I think so overwhelming and people probably don't know how to navigate it as much and it becomes something potentially more dangerous than you originally thought. She goes on to also talk about how it wasn't just ayahuasca that 
they ingested, I guess, on this retreat. This was like a whole plant retreat where like plants have consciousness. And when you consume the plants under a certain situation, it does certain things and heals certain ailments. It was a whole thing. They called it Master Plantieta, something like that. And this Master Plantieta is like a, almost like a spiritual diet that you go on from what I understand. She goes on to explain the conditions that they were under and it's super concerning because there were things like they were only eating like max two times a day. And there were also things like they weren't drinking and certain things like that but they were basically starving the food that they would eat was like very 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 limited and they were just uh not allowed to basically do anything they she was held in isolation for 12 days by herself not speaking to a single soul what are you in jail well and even the other girl at one point like they reference her being there at they call it the center she was there for three months what do you mean yeah what? that's insane three months Okay, you're just on drugs for three months straight? Like, well, and that she does say, um, they also explain a very fucking bizarre situation uh, in the ceremonies where I guess the shaman or like the person who like works with the shaman. The purging. Yeah, was purging. And like, sorry for people who don't like throw up. I don't like talk about throw up either, really quick, but, but whatever. She would say that like the lady would like suck their heads and then just start puking and that they felt so much lighter afterwards. Here's the clip of her saying it. The sucking out of the head and then throwing up for you. This is something that I'm hesitant to share Yeah. because of how crazy. crazy it sounds. It was my second ceremony. She just sucks, like puts her her mouth here, sucks in here and here, and then immediately throws up. I get up and I feel different, yeah. like, like lighter than I've ever felt in my whole life. Like yeah. she took something out of me that I didn't even know was there. Yeah. She purged for she, us sometimes. Yes, yes. And it's just very concerning because if you're talking about this to someone who's inquiring about ayahuasca, that's one thing. But you're literally addressing, like your whole video was formatted around, this is where I've been, let me address the cult thing. And you're talking about this so like nonchalant, like this is bizarre, you have to understand this. All the comments are like, wow, um, this is a cult recruitment video. Uh, what is what this? Is this? What yeah. happened? Like you said, it's about the responsibility around talking about it. I don't think it's bad to discuss ayahuasca, but I think that they're coming from a weird place. Well, I think that's an understatement. I think, the, yeah, they're coming from a weird place, but they're also just being straight up fucking irresponsible. And this is- it, I think of it even of like, I wouldn't sit here and be like, I've never done Molly before. And I fully enjoyed the times that I did it. But I wouldn't sit here and list off all the benefits and encourage people to do it. And if it was just like her experience, whatever, but she started kind of spouting some medical misinformation that was troubling to me. And ugh, let's look Like, at it. I didn't catch this. I mean, I'm not surprised, but. <laughs> the people we met, I've never heard stories like I that know. in my life. I know, what a portfolio. Oh my God. Yeah. People healing Crohn's disease, mm -hmm. holes in their body. Yeah, hernias. Finding forgiveness for things that are unforgivable. Unforgivable things. Speaking with such compassion and peace after enduring things that were, un I've never even, brushed up against in my life. And seeing again. Holes in your body? <sighs> this, it's it's giving. I've heard of like addictions being cured, that, allegedly yeah. like from ayahuasca, things like that. Like I stopped smoking after ayahuasca. I've heard that it can like help reset receptors in the brain and rewire pathways so you can get over addiction or get over certain traumas. I don't think it's Crohn's like. Crohn's disease? I was gonna say, that's giving, um, what what's her name? <laughs> posh mama. Yeah, literally I was like, that's giving posh mama. Oil pulling <laughs> is fixing my yeah. cavities. Yeah, and at no point in this, this entire video that I saw, did I see her say like, this was just our experience. We do not, we're not telling you to go do this. Like that, they did not have that disclaimer, I did they? I think they do say that at one point, but uh, they don't okay. lead with it. Well, I missed it and I watched the video. So I must've just like zoned out in that time, but it definitely wasn't like a prevalent point that they made, which would have been the well, bare minimum responsible thing to do as a creator. You would think though, watching this, I would be most alarmed at all of the actual cult things and the ayahuasca. But honestly, I think what gets me the most is her attitude about her audience and how she casually chose to let them worry. Because when she explains it more, I was like, yep. oh my God, you're not saying this. It's like, like a jaw dropping. You... Yeah, it's it's completely unbelievable. This brings us back to the cult debacle, mm -hmm. which is that when we were at the center, I started getting messages that this rumor was spreading. And when I first heard about it, I was tickled. I thought tickled? it was so funny. Yeah. Because I was in a whole other world, like just fucking scratching my bug bites. Oh God, yeah. Sitting on a hammock. Like I was just like, what? I can't. But once I got back to LA, it became serious. Like my parents were calling me and saying, hey, people are asking us if you've joined a cult. I got an email from Time Magazine asking for a 
statement on my disappearance friends were reaching out to me like hey what do i say people are worried about you there was a moment where i feel like i wasn't really in my highest self which is that something about people concerned made it feel safer to be gone for longer because i had something to come back to you know people were looking for a return and there was safety in that and that was helping the fear around coming back that is the most <gasps> selfish girl that's shit you write in your diary I'm about like, that's no, not shit you, you don't Sammy. ever reveal that like what do you mean well she actually she commented uh her pin comment on this video says hi all i didn't really clarify this in the video but i want to make it clear that i never intended for people to worry about me by the time i started getting messages about it i was not in a place to post anything online and the longer i waited the harder speaking up became i'm really sorry that I caused people to worry, did and doing my best. No, 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 beg to differ. Um, literally, you say multiple times that you did intentionally do that, whether it was quote unquote to make people worried. Yeah, maybe again, you have such a disconnect that you really didn't think about that, but I don't think that's true because you kind of even alluded to it at one point. And then I'm just like, so you're just admitting you did it for completely selfish reasons. Like you just wanted to make yourself feel better because you were like, didn't know what to do with your career. So you were like, like, let's, I, it's just is so fucked. So we caught this before, obviously, she posted this video. We knew about this situation, like we said. And we were going to cover it as like a holy shit she's missing type of thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm very into deep dives cults. I was like, this is right yeah. up my alley. I'll find her. Right. <laughs> when we found out what was actually happening. So like we found out like, no, she's fine. And people are saying she's fine. And she's telling people she's fine. I was like, wait, what the fuck is she going to do when she comes back? Well, and then we we're like, okay, well, like, let's wait and we'll just wait a hot second and see what she has to say. The fact that this is what she has to say. Her saying in her statement that the longer she took, the harder it became. I get that. Like, yeah, it's all this buildup and you're like, fuck, what am I going to do? But that being said, you really can't get around the fact that you clearly stated in the video, your intention was this. It was not like an unintentional hiatus. You just hiatus. thought it was funny. Yeah, you thought it was funny and then you realized, oh, it's not. You were tickled. Yeah, you were, yeah, you like, were tickled. You thought it was funny until it got to the point that you were uncomfortable having to address it. Ultimately, I think this is like really, I mean, there's so many layers to it because yes, you essentially lied to your audience or you omitted a truth from your audience and then had them worry about you and then I guess didn't mind that they were worrying about you. Then when you came back, you started pushing this cult and having a bunch of people exposed to information that maybe they didn't need to know about. Well, wait, but then not to mention, she goes on to announce that she's like basically not gonna do, she's over all of the content that she's made before. Part of the reason she even went to Peru was for this kind of career epiphany that she wanted to have. And guys, she had it because now she's going to dedicate all of her time and focus to making a docu-series on this ayahuasca center. I missed that. Are you serious? Oh my God. I, missed it's, I think it's the last I think time I completely zoned out. That's like her professing that that's like her new thing. And that she, like, if you're watching and you're a filmmaker and you, it's making you tingle, like reach out. She wants to put together the perfect crew and she's going to go back. That's the only reason she hasn't revealed the name of the place is because she's planning on going back and filming a docu-series because she feels like it's her life purpose. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God. So it's not even a one-off video. It's like, no, now she's going to literally make this a whole thing. And that's when I think they explain, we're not saying that you have to do the drugs or take the plants to achieve like spiritual enlightenment or whatever, but we just want to show the experience. And I'm like, after they said multiple times and referred to people who don't do this as kind of like unconscious or I hate that whole rhetoric of the spiritual world. I'm a spiritual person. I like to explore and, and go deeper. I'm a very like open person. Like I want to talk about everything. I want to feel everything. I want to understand everything. But get the fuck out of here. Like really because I haven't done un uh, ayahuasca. I'm unconscious. Get out of here. I'm not going to claim to know everything or anything about um, consciousness and spirituality. Like, no, not my wheelhouse to be discussing. But I think there is an interesting aspect of it where people that do drugs and have some kind of spiritual awakening don't seem to connect that there are hallucinogenic properties in like that there are things happening to their brain to make them think a certain like it's not necessarily them just like opening their third eye and suddenly they see everything it's like no it's fucking with how your brain works not in a bad way necessarily but like it's reconfiguring stuff and you aren't seeing it for the chemical change you're just acting like it was like a personal choice yeah yeah oh that's actually a really good point because i feel like yeah they they act like it unlocked like a portal and we don't know how much of that is true and how much you're just hallucinating a little bit. Girl. And it might exactly, have a positive effect, but that's, oh that's God, what it that is. That is literally my biggest like question when I watch anything about like 
uh, I even have talked to a friend that like people will say that they like did shrooms and like they saw God or they talked, they went to another dimension or something. Or even when people do DMT. And I'm like, yes, but do you realize that your brain is like, even the whole simulation theory, that exists under the idea that your brain is like tricking you. Right. Like nothing is real. Well, so yeah. uh, it's just, uh, it's, uh, so, it's insane. That's pretty much all of it as of right now. I'm gonna keep a close eye on this because wow. And one more thing she even says at another point in the video about the like coming back and how she didn't know what to say. She kind of frames as she wasn't ready to come back to YouTube. And to that, I'm like, you didn't have to. No one said you needed to make a full video being like, this is where I've been. Literally what you said, black screen with uh, one sentence. It's like, I'm taking a break, I'm fine. Thanks for your concern. Yep. But wow, uh, isn't that a fucking insane? I feel like that's so insane. And I feel like not a lot of people are talking about it. That's what I just was gonna say because it only has 101,000 views and it was uploaded 12 days yeah. ago. And I'm like, guys, hello, look at this. I know, it's literally <laughs> insane. Um, a lot of you maybe followed her back in the day or still do. Please let us know your thoughts. This is fucking insane. I wanna keep my eye on this and like see what this docu-series is gonna be about because And wow, we didn't even mention the comments are like, I don't think I saw any positive ones. I saw some that were like, you didn't have to apologize for this, whatever, like <laughs> under her comment. But yeah, like 99.999% of the comments are like, what? Like not even mean, just like, And, and it's oh. not even just it's like, oh, this is fucking weird. It's like, hi, I actually study psychology and specifically look into cults. And this is the one. It seems like there's a mix between like academic people being like, this is problematic. And then people just being like, if it talks like a cult and walks like a cult, it's probably a cult. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's pretty much all we have for now in the cult Jeez, department. Um, what a bizarre. Like you said, curious <laughs> to see the docu-series. Yeah, weird. That is so fucking weird. Uh, but anyway, still weird, but less conspiracy related is the next one. So we could end on kind of like, this wasn't like dark, but it did feel a little heavy. Like I didn't like that. Well, so, and I, I passed this. Ironically, not ironically, it's pretty actually <laughs> predictable. But um, I also saw this when I was sitting in the in and out drive through scrolling TikTok and I had bookmarked it, but I wasn't really paying attention. And then I got numerous tweets about it just this morning. It's like, you have to cover tattoos. Yeah, it's, uh, here's the thing. It, there's not a ton to it other than, I saw this actually on my For You page, but I, I thought about covering it for a brief second. I was like, eh, whatever. And every time I do that, they're always the topics that people suggest to us. But essentially all that we're gonna do is watch this woman's story because her story with this tattoo artist exploded on fucking TikTok and now everyone is losing their minds. So let's just watch her, uh, her experience. Do you have any tattoos, Lily? No. Okay, well. <laughs> I mean, I got my eyebrows microbladed. Mm, doesn't count. <laughs> they really need to get redone. Story time, hopefully one part, I'm gonna try to go as fast as I can. So um, I wanted a tattoo by this artist who I love, who's very talented on Instagram. This is nothing to do with her talent as a tattoo artist, just kind of uh, the business practices that I've dealt with over the last 24 hours. So um, booked a consult with her a couple months ago. Consult was non-refundable. It was $180. That was listed on our website. That's fine. I paid that. We had a Zoom consult on Friday. Okay, you don't have a tattoo. Let me explain to you how this works, sister. I have multiple tattoos. She starts off by saying, I had to pay $180 for a consultation fee over Zoom. So wait a second. So hold on, because what? Like, how does that work? Unless it's gonna be a deposit, maybe. That's but... what people were pointing out. They were like, oh, like your first thought is if that goes towards the tattoo, who cares? Yeah, yeah, but why would you just pay for a Zoom meeting? I've never heard of a consult fee for a tattoo. I've heard of deposits, of course, but I've never heard of like, you have to pay just to talk to me about like what we're gonna do. Maybe if it was in person, but it's not even in person, so they can't even see like the dimensions of your body like in person. That doesn't include like drawing like a, uh, like a sketch or any like that it just feels like that's no it doesn't really being a tattoo artist we're getting there but <laughs> no it does not include that <laughs> i showed her these uh reference photos as to what i wanted for a half upper arm sleeve we kind of talked about it a little bit i said i wasn't really picky on what kind of flowers i wanted i wanted the fox to look like he was running foxes were my favorite animal i said i wanted some watercolor on the fox the flowers were just going to be whatever she thought would look good she then proceeded to tell me after I had already booked my, I paid for the consult, she told me that she had these three options for her design fee. So she charges a design fee to design her tattoos. So the first option was $1,500 plus tax and you get um, a concept sketch and you can make one minor change and then a final design that you'll review. Option number two was $3,500 plus tax um, where you got two concept sketches and a couple changes and a final design review again. And then option three was $6,000 plus tax where you 
would get multiple sketches and lots of reviews and lots of changes and like a canvas question concept no this doesn't include i know your question and the answer is no it doesn't include the tattoo because literally all i could think is three thousand dollars for two pictures like i mean i'm not an artist i would say maybe a graphic artist but like i'm not someone that's drawing lifelike foxes but like shit maybe i should (laughs) (laughs) lily i have gotten many tattoos i think i have like nine or ten i don't know that like amount first of all i don't even think kat von d like at this point like do people even pay i don't know her situation anymore you who are you the gears in my brain were turning because i'm like how much do i charge for a video that i'm editing? like how, how much hourly is that that's so much like how long does it take you to draw them it gets so much better <laughs> at first i kind of thought that that price was going to then be taking it out of the final cost of my tattoo but then i find out that it was not um, I was still kind of blindsided, didn't really know what to say. She asked which con- which option worked best for me. Obviously I picked number one because like it's super expensive. And she had these pictures, well, uh, so uh, I was confident that I'm she sorry, was gonna make Sorry me. to interrupt, but what do you mean you were blindsided and you had to pick option one? No, you pick none of the options. I know, but think about it. At this point, she's already $180 out, for the stupid that, fucking Zoom call. I know. You, uh, so you don't throw in another 1500 I, I Listen, I agree, but also, you know, she did it. So I'm not here to vi- victim blame, all right? I have to say, um, even right off the bat, that part of the reason I don't have any tattoos is honestly because they are so expensive. But <laughs> even this, I would have been like, I don't think they're that expensive. <laughs> Yeah, like you've never gotten a tattoo, but you're like, that doesn't sound right. Like, I'm not, you know. I mean, just the logic of like, you wouldn't pay someone $6,000 for a picture unless they're a fucking artist. It's going to be an oil painting that I'm hanging up. Like, I don't understand. (laughs) Well, that's what the $6,000 includes. It's a canvas of your design. (laughs) Then at least it would kind of make sense. So Monday rolls around and she sends me this. This is her. Shut the fuck. (laughs) Shut up. Lily, I swear to God. If you even had showed me one of those like lifelike drawings where it's like, oh my God, is that a photograph? Or did you, what do you mean that's with colored pencils? I would still say that that is not okay. But oh my God, that it's with blue pen? It's a concept sketch. (laughs) So concept sketch doesn't mean like final like stencil that you're gonna use for the tattoo by any means, because it looks like she did it in the car without, oh my God. This is essentially just a concept that hopefully she'll shade in. That's what I'm assuming because that's that's what it looks like. like. Well, so now is there a new fee for the actual drawing she's going to use? Well, here's what happened after this poor woman received her drawing, her $1,500 drawing. I would have lost it. This is her concept sketch. It is nothing like what I sent her. It's nothing like what I wanted. I emailed her immediately to tell her that I wanted a full fox. I wanted a tail. I wanted the That's fox your problem to be the main with feature. That? I wanted to be less flowers, more fox forward. <laughs> I'm so confused. Just the body of the fox is your concern here? And I said, I know I picked option one, but this isn't what I had asked for with my pictures I sent you. She said that if I wanted another sketch, she was going to charge me the difference between option one and option number two, which is $2,260. She said it was my fault that I wasn't clear that I wanted a full fox. But like, honestly, these are the two pictures I sent her both full fox both in the same position i don't know how much clearer i could have been she didn't ask if i wanted a full fox i didn't think i had to say i wanted a full fox (laughs) the whole full fox thing is kind of funny now that you pointed it out i'm just blown away that that's that's what she's focusing on here like not the fact she drew with a blue bic pen but bitch she then leaks the emails that this lady sent and you know she's a wonderful lady but she does talk a little bit slow so i'm gonna read (laughs) some of the emails so the tattoo woman responds to her inquiry about like, I know that option one like only has one minor revision, but this is not even close to like what I asked for in the beginning. So can we just do it again? Well, this woman says, when we had discussed the fox, you didn't say that the fox had to be in that downward position. You didn't mention that the tail had to be visible. You said you liked the fact that it looked like it was in motion, which I do feel I captured in the concept I offered. It's running and leaping through the frame of flowers, obviously, as you can see. The petals give the impression it's just burst through the flowers with no time to waste. Excuse me for like, the description is so bizarre. Sorry, we didn't like, get the full what? effects because you drew it in fucking pen. The images you sent, I don't feel the foxes are in a very natural position. They almost look a bit broken and pancaked in an awkward position. Not saying it's not possible to get the fox in the position you're imagining. I'm just saying I don't feel these examples are accurate to body position. I had the impression you were looking for a fox on the run. (laughs) 
the idea of moving forward, which is why I chose for the fox to be in this purposeful and proud body position of leaping through like he knows where he's going. So she responds back to this tattoo lady and basically wants to reiterate like what the fuck and asks her, are you suggesting that my only options are number one, get a tattoo I don't want. Number two, pay $2,260 for another sketch or number three, I'm out $2,695. And then she said, at the very least, refunding my $1,000 seems reasonable. This woman, you're literally not gonna believe this. She responds, hey, Courtney, I suppose there is one other option that I just thought about. It would cost less than upgrading the option two, but will also give you less opportunity for changes and won't come with the bells and whistles that option two gives. We can do another option one. At least now I have the proper specifications. Hopefully you wouldn't need more than one minor change. It would be $1,695 instead of $2,260. Let me know if you prefer to repeat option one. Okay, I... My my brain's struggling to math right now, but what? Wouldn't that just be one revision? So then it would be technically option two? Yes. Uh, I don't know. That's besides the point. So she basically is like, well, you could just do option one again and basically still have no changes. Anybody who's gotten a tattoo before, you know that like you get to choose what's tattooed on your body. <laughs> like, it's not like a, a strict, like it's this or it's nothing. Exactly. So this woman starts explaining that she was under the impression from this tattoo artist that she only had those three design options, right? And the tattoo artist is like, well, no, you could have also just gotten tattooed whatever. She could have gotten like a blind tattoo essentially and had no real influence on the design. That brings me back though to her describing why she chose to draw the fox a certain way. She's like, the ones in the photos you sent, it looks like they're, what did she say, that they're broken or something? Broken or pancaked. <laughs> yeah, but like also it's like, okay, well she didn't ask you to dissect the physics of these foxes. <laughs> like just copy the picture. The, like the, I don't well, understand. There's certain situations. So like I have a tattoo on my ribs. That's me with my son and my daughter holding a flower. I wanted it smaller than it is. And my tattoo artist told me like, hey, we can't do it smaller. The fine lining, it's gonna blur. Like, you know, they do tell you certain things of like, it's not just do whatever. They know what's gonna look good essentially for the most part. No, but like essentially if you brought in another example of a tattoo and we're like, do this, if it already exists as a tattoo, I'm sure you could recreate That's it. That's a good point, yeah, yeah. But then the tattoo artist is commenting on the fact that the foxes, like she she doesn't like how the foxes look in that. It's like, but the, the customers did who sent it to you, so. From the way that I understand it, it's not like she would have gone in and gotten something random random tattooed on her. She could have said, I want a fox with flowers tattooed on me. But to be a part of the design of that or to suggest something, you have to pay those thousands of dollars. That's what I'm understanding here. So when the client brought that up, she told the tattoo lady like that is unfair. And I also didn't even know that there was an option where I don't pay. She thought that the only way to get a tattoo is to pay one of these design collab yeah, tiers. Yeah. Or that like she could have drawn it herself and brought one in. Essentially, yes. But the tattoo artist could have done as she pleased with that and done it as she wanted because you didn't pay the thousands of dollars to collaborate on it and to have any say in it. So when she brought this up to this woman, the tattoo artist responds back, the design collab is an optional service for those clients that wish to have more influence on the tattoo design and opportunities for feedback and making changes. At no point were you obligated to move forward with anything. You said you wish to be tattooed sooner than later. And so I recommended you book your tattoo appointments, but it was your call to make. And like I had told you, the typical protocol would be to send me the deposit and schedule the tattoo appointments. Once we work through the design process. What's the deposit? You know, I don't, she didn't say how much it was. I oh imagine a lot. I think the actual tattoo was a thousand dollars. And honestly, that sounds pretty normal. No, I think the deposit was a thousand dollars. That's what it was. So I think the deposit was a thousand dollars, the consult 180 and the design thing, like what was it? 1560 or 1600 bucks. Yeah. But then, and so then what is, is there another actual charge for the day you go in? Uh, I don't, I, I don't like, know. Like I have to imagine there is. I guess I'm curious at like what the going rate for um, a custom tattoo like concept art would be. I would assume, especially if it's going to be drawn in pen, seemingly like in the backseat of a car on a bumpy road, but. Um... <laughs> so a lot of tattoo artists actually came out and started talking about things like this and the fees that they charge. And I think a pretty like average fee would be like $150 or $100 an hour. So it depends on how many hours something takes. And that's like, 
pretty moderate. Like I feel like it depends on if you're getting your whole fucking back tattooed. Yeah, you're gonna pay maybe a couple thousand dollars and that would be normal. When you even first said the prices, I was like in my head thinking, comparing to like editing and I'm like, how are, oh my God, like how long would it take to do that art? And then how, like that's so much. After this, people obviously found out who it was. I don't know if they found out through her because she obviously didn't show any names in her emails, but other people who had been clients of this woman and had also been scammed came forward and did talk about their, you know, they didn't show sketches, unfortunately, um, but they did say that they had the same experience. So they were like almost like too far in when they found out about the design process where they started just kind of funneling more money into this shit. It kind of seems like she almost makes them feel like it was their fault. So she like gaslights them into being like, oh, well shit, now I'm embarrassed. I, yes. I already put this much money in, I guess I'll do it. Yeah, and I don't know like genuinely as a human being how she justifies like making this much money for doing that. Like she's, she got that picture on a Friday, gave that picture on a Monday and you charge $1,600 for that. How much time did you actually spend doing that? Bro, it looks like 10 minutes. I mean, how many times, Lily, have we done things that like, we should have probably been paid more for it, but we were like, let me, you know what, let me just do it. How long would it have really taken you to just fucking resketch it? She gave you the $1,600, bitch. Like, just do it. I think of situations like that, and like, even if I had an editing situation where the person had kind of a big change, but it was like a misunderstanding, it was a one-off thing, it wasn't like every single time I do a project, this was gonna happen. I would just do it. Yep, because I'm done like, it oh, you know, times. it's yep. it's a one-time thing, whatever, it's fine. I'll spend the extra couple hours. This, I like, literally, she's over charging to begin with and then she also has no flexibility at all this is exactly like cake gate but just a different more expensive medium and worse i wish this lady would have responded to the tattoo artist like the cake lady did where it was like what was the problem and she was this was the problem <laughs> just, just the picture, picture. <laughs> her response the tattoo artist's response to the insane backlash because again people did find out who it was was number one to go private on instagram and i don't know and i, I can't say this for certain so tattoo too lady, don't sue me, okay? I'm not even saying your name. But this woman who originally came out with this story ended up posting a TikTok, basically like pleading for people to stop sending hate to this woman and said that police threat was basically possibly involved. <laughs> like that she, like it was talked about that perhaps she would be in trouble with the police. And she obviously got scared and went on and was like, guys, please, I know I didn't defame her, but please don't like message her or whatever. And to that I say, this lady, the tattoo artist can suck a big one. She freaking yeah. sucks. Okay, can we just like do a quick little detour on the general topic of when people that are not influencers, just like when they're normal people get thrust into the spotlight for a negative reason. The other thing that's coming to mind, which we didn't cover, but it was the girls at the baseball game that were making fun of the other girl. Yeah. Every single time the pipeline of those scenarios is someone does something wrong, then they get attacked for it, but then the attacking for it gets a little too far. Then there's like a shift where the person that was the villain originally is now the victim because they've received so much backlash for right. what they did. Yeah. But now people are defending them being like, no, they're getting death threats. They're getting doxxed. And it's like, no, I don't think anyone should be getting doxxed or getting death threats. Obviously we all know the internet goes too far and needs to chill the fuck out. But also, so you just can't have any accountability at all because there are some people that took it too far. Like it feels like then suddenly people just get like forgiven because everyone got too mad. Yeah. I think you said it once, like play stupid games when stupid yes, yes. prizes or whatever exactly. the fuck I said that wrong. But yeah, like if you're gonna be an asshole or you're gonna scam people because that's what this is and like multiple respected tattoo artists have number one, just done really funny TikToks where they're like drawing a really ugly fox. And it's just funny. But number two, it's like they have said, this is a scam. Like you are robbing people. This isn't right. Like this is greedy. Well, because then I even think of it in comparison to like the Kate Gate thing, which a lot of people are like, how dare she be doing this? And it's like, yes, I agree. How dare she be charging like $85 for those shitty cakes? But <laughs> at the same time, I mean, I, she did, I think maybe false advertise some of them. So those don't count. But like for the most part, <laughs> I think she was advertised. Like she has pictures of her shitty cakes on her thing. So it's like, you didn't necessarily Necessarily do your research. You you kind of maybe knew I what you were getting into. I love your recap of Kate Gate. <laughs> I know. But I think in this scenario, it's different in the sense that like, yeah, maybe she shouldn't have moved forward after the original like $150 consultation fee when that's already weird. But there's something that's very clear. Like no one would agree that that is worth that money. You did scam I her know. 100%. The cakes, it's like, well, maybe you could think they looked okay. Like I think there's a little yeah. more room for you could argue it. This is like, 
No, that's you are. A, well, a there's a big difference between eighty dollars and twenty six hundred dollars. Exactly. Like, exactly. That is the amount that like some people can save in a year. Like that's absolutely absurd. This is not just like something that people could be like, oh, my cake looks like shit. Like Trilby's gonna be pissed. Like absolutely. that's not what we're but talking about. On top of that, though, I think the fact that there are several exchanges of things that don't add up. Like it, it's not just like, oh, I didn't look at the pictures fully and now I'm a little disappointed. It's like, no, you tricked me. And what's sad is that her work isn't horrible. Like it's it's not like crooked lines like, and like she just really have shitty to work. People to be able to no and. It's it seems like she's wanting to take advantage of the fact that people are have already put time and effort and money and energy or whatever the fuck into something that they're not going to stop now. And if they do, whatever, I got your 180 bucks. Like she just has quite the scam going. Not to mention, we can't see the rest of the client's uh, body in that TikTok. So I don't know if she has a bunch of other secret tattoos, but it doesn't look like she has a bunch. So it almost seems like this addition, was her big investment. Well, I that but also that this lady's taking advantage of people that don't know that much about tattoos mm, maybe but again like you said you've never gotten a tattoo and you'd be like hold up <laughs> wait a minute you know well i mean i am a skeptical person That's true. but yeah no yeah. i definitely would have said no after the 150 up front but if you really didn't know and you were super gullible and you were like oh well, i guess that's what the standard is she's taking advantage yeah isn't this so funny though not i'm glad she didn't like go any further wait that was gonna be my question it was like wait so is there a tattoo no, she did not get that tattoo. No. But I imagine if I know TikTok, someone's probably going to like offer to do it for free for her or something. Oh, for sure. I I would die to just be like, and then she got like, there's an update where it's like, and then she got the tattoo and it's literally just the pen drawing on her arm. No. No, thankfully she didn't. And again, I don't think that's exactly what would have been on her body, but it's funny no, to no. think about that. No, no, I just that. didn't, when, when you had originally said concept sketch, in my head, that was very much like, for example, um, put it on the screen. Here is the concept sketch. If you guys didn't know, this is like one of my biggest claims to fame. It's actually in my um, dating profiles. One of the prompts is two truths and a lie. And one of them is my face is tattooed on someone's butt because you guys, it really is. Oh my is. God. I feel like this is the second time we've mentioned this on the podcast. Have we? I remember putting that clip in of him getting it. Oh, yeah. that's I'm like, it's great. But so I have a picture though of, I guess, I don't know if it's what this is called exactly, but the quote unquote concept art. And it's what he used to then, that is exactly the outline of what the tattoo looked like. And then obviously the coloring and shading was different, but it's way better than like literally I could have done that. Yeah. And it's okay if that's your concept sketch and like you're working with a client because again, I have had tattoos. I've had tattoo artists email me concept sketches and that's fine if it's just like in the preliminary parts. It's not fine to charge that for that. Like that's completely a scam. That's not right. Unless you are a no. successful, well-known artist. Then again, if you're putting it on a canvas afterwards, maybe, maybe. No, even who the fuck wants that on a canvas? If it was good. But even then it's not the industry standard. Like, like that's what all the tattoo artists have come out and said. That is not normal. Like what even program are you running, bitch? But anyway, that's it. That is the, <laughs> the end of our topics. But I really enjoyed that tattoo gate one. I enjoyed it way more than Kate Gate, if I'm being honest. This was my favorite TikTok drama we've talked about since Posh Mama. Kate Gate, I literally, I mean, I think you could tell halfway through it. I was kind of like, well, are we just being assholes and like making fun of this girl for like not being a good baker? Because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's people's fault. Again, like she advertises the cakes sometimes incorrectly. But for the most part, you could look and see what you're getting pretty much. This is like, you showed me that picture and and no. This is why I love this show because I love that we have your reaction to that drawing for the first time, like just on the internet yes. forever. It's so good. Preserved in time. You were just completely flabbergasted. I guess I didn't watch the full video when I had originally come across it on my For You page. I think I started it and then was like, oh, this feels like it'll be good. I'll save it for later. But then love I moved that. on. So anyway. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for watching and um, successful first twice a week episode. We can do it, maybe. I'm tired. What about you? I'm really <laughs> sweaty and we also need yeah, to start too. editing this because this is going yep. up soon thank you guys so much for watching and um subscribe if you haven't listen to us on all the podcast stuff you know the drill and um yeah we love you guys and we will see you on friday per usual bye bye, bye.